Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. And thank you guys once again for joining the 90s podcast hosted by yours truly, Kevin Thompson, founder and CEO of 90s Capital Group. Thank you guys, as always, subscribe to the channel. Thank you guys for getting my book, MLB to CSP. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, always go to the website, www.90scapitalgroup.com. Send your questions to 9innings at 9icapgroup.com. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, and if you want to listen to our podcast or on iTunes, you can go to 90s Capital Group on iTunes and listen to our audios there. Today, we are here to talk about, as always, to educate, empower, and engage. And today, we're here to talk to our friend, James McGlynn of Next Quarter Century about Irma. Let's get it. Welcome, 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 James McGlynn. I see you have your camera up. I see you are joining the Nine Innings podcast here, and I see you're a little bit, a little bit blurry, but that's okay as well. Hey, so James, how are you to do? How are you doing today, kind sir? Very good. I did my three hours of pickleball. I'm ready to work. <laughs> ready to work. If you guys don't know James, I'm sure you do. He has been a uh, a loyal. Uh, a listener of 90s podcast and also a loyal contributor to 90s podcast and I love bringing James McGlynn on the show because he has some wonderful wonderful insight he is a chartered financial analyst a CFA which is one of the hardest designations to get and a fellow RIC peer which is a retirement income certified professional James today we are here to talk about Irma I had a uh, client request to do a podcast about Irma and, and to get a little bit of insight and no, and who else better to bring on but James McGlynn to talk about Irma. But before we get there, before we kind of get to that Irma and some of the intricacies of it, because we want to make sure we keep you guys awake, right? Uh, let's talk about, well, I'll, I'll shoot it over to James. Kind of describe what Irma actually is and, and why it is one of those things where a lot of people don't necessarily understand it and where it actually came from. Well, no one, no one knows anything about Irma until they're 65 years old and they find out that their Medicare premiums aren't what they thought they would be. That Irma is a Medicare surcharge and Irma is means testing and the debt that Irma is IRMAA income related monthly adjusted amount. Mm -hmm. Wait a, some strange word no one knows until they get a bill when they're 65 saying, hey, your Medicare premiums are not as low as you thought they'd be. They're going to be an uh, extra amount per month per person. What's funny about that, I like guess not funny, but peculiar is the fact that <laughs> just because you're paying more doesn't mean you're getting more service, right? You're paying the exact same amount or even more, more, a more amount, a higher amount and getting the same level of service that, for a person that's paying less. So explain to us how that actually works in regards to well, uh, from, I guess from the modified adjusted gross income, uh, do you have the levels there and kind of explaining where, when it starts uh, and, and who's impacted? Yeah, I believe the, uh, the levels for this 2021 are for single taxpayers at 88,000. That's your threshold. If you have any modified adjusted gross income above 88,000 or above, then you're going to be seeing a premium. And that goes up to different tiers, up to 500,000. And for married couples, it's just twice that amount. Instead of 88,000, it's 88,000 times two or 6,000 per couple. And I believe the, the top tier goes up to 750,000. 
Yeah. So you will be paying higher Medicare cost inside of retirement. So talk to us a little bit about which which Medicare, which part of which which parts of Medicare are actually impacted by Irma. Okay. Well, Medicare has two basic parts, Part A and Part B. Part A is one most people don't pay any premiums on. Uh, and so Irma does not affect that. Well, Part well, let's let's be clear on that. You're not paying premiums on it, but you've paid into the system your entire life. So yes, you, because you've worked ten years, you've contributed to this thing, and uh, it's that's why people always say sign up for Part A because there's no out of pocket premiums. For, but the the parts that you do uh, get penalized by Irma are are Part B and Part D. D for the drugs. Absolutely. So, so go ahead. No, I was going to say, so if, you, if you're paying the, the IRMA for Part B, you're also paying for Part D if you choose to get Part D. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people don't understand Part A, Part B, Part C, and D. Can you kind of break those down a little bit? Like uh, what, what is Part B? What is Part, part D? Can you kind of talk, to, talk a little bit about the, the differences there? Okay, so... And of course, we're mixing and matching different parts of the of the puzzle here, A, B, C, and D. Part A is the, the, what are you paying for uh, hospitalization? Hospitalization that pays for your, that. Part B is for your doctors primarily. Uh, part D is for your drugs, and Part C is the is using Medicare Advantage mm -hmm. as opposed to original Medicare. Mm -hmm. So they're mixing different pieces in there in this alphabet soup. Alphabet soup. And if you guys have any questions, please feel free to reach out to 90s Capital Group. Uh, contact us via our website, www.90scapitalgroup.com. We can definitely help you with that because we can get you to the professionals that know this in and out, like James McGlynn of Next Quarter Century. James, of course, is the founder of Next Quarter Century. He is the reason I love him the love him so much is because everything that he is talking about right now, he is actually in the process of doing now he's not at the medicare age not quite there yeah not quite at medicare age but ultimately when we talk about retirement income planning james is actually doing every single bit of it and he's actually explaining it to his clients and my clients as well to get get them to maximize their social security minimize their their, their, their impact of irma uh do roth conversions and things like that so it's 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 a it's a wonderful wonderful uh, opportunity to get with somebody that's, that's actually inside of the environment as well, especially if you're uh, approaching that 65 years of age. So we uh -huh. talked about, so yeah, that's part. We talked about 65. Why is that so important at 65? Well, and again, this is, as I, as I am a guinea pig for this retirement planning, and we think 65 is the end all be all, but Irma has a two year look back. They look back at your income at age 63. So I'm almost at the 63, so yes, I'm right at the cusp of when Irma is going to hit. So as I write in my book and, uh, you know, as well, that you want to maximize all your Roth conversions before age 63, because if you don't, then that'll also penalize your, uh, your, your Medicare premiums uh, because the uh, Roth conversions count towards income. What's, what's peculiar about this as well, because what we understand is that people are putting more money towards traditional 401ks and IRAs and deferring their taxes. So you're saying is that when you start taking that money out of your, your retirement accounts, it counts towards your income, raises your income, and ultimately puts you into a different bracket in regards to the IRMA tax. 
Yes, uh, I think there's one individual, a friend of mine, who I told him, look, you try to, because he had millions of dollars in his deferred retirement accounts. I said, if I were you, I'd I would have my income be right below the Irma threshold for a married couple at around $175,000, you know, as opposed to 176, uh, because he's going to share us all that tax-free money, and he's as opposed to taking the money out and paying taxes on it and having to trigger more Irma charges, go ahead and convert today before you turn uh, 63 even, if, if possible. The Roth conversions before then, because uh, after that, the Roth conversions are, are not only going to be income, they're also going to be counting towards your Irma penalty or your Irma surcharge. So you've, you've written a book uh, and, and kind of walked through your book because you talk about this in your book. So talk, tell us a little bit about your book and, and, and some of the points that you make about Irma inside of your book. Okay, I would say my book is Retirement Planning Tips for Baby Boomers. And I, I'm working on, I think, the sixth edition for next year. I update it for different, uh, when different brackets change. But I think the, to, just to go over, you know, the, between age 63 and 65, how Medicare, Irma, Roth conversions all play upon one another. You, you do your Roth conversions as early as possible and try to get it done before you hit age 63. Uh, and then at uh, 65, you, then you can file for Medicare. But if you still are having high income, that'll bump you, kick you into a higher Medicare uh, Irma bracket. And the other thing uh, I've written in my book and in a, in a blog is, say your income is 88,000 or I think uh, 76, no, 88,000, uh, or then it goes to 90,000, uh, you're gonna be paying the full Irma tax. And then if you hit the next tier, even by $1, you pay the full Irma tax. They don't just uh, break it down a little bit. It, once you hit the cliff, you pay the full tax. So it's uh, a very, uh, stiff penalty. So if you're going to hit the next bracket, you might as well go to the edge of the next bracket. Yeah. And, and we're saying the word tax now, it's not classified as a tax. So let's just be clear on that, but it is a surcharge in regards right. to your Medicare premiums. Uh, tell me a little bit about the two-year look back. You mentioned that previously. Can you walk us through that? Yes. Uh, the two-year look back, uh, about the only way to get out of uh, paying a higher Irma on your income looking back two years is if you've stopped working and your income has dropped precipitously. Uh, there, you can file what's called a form, I believe 44A, and then the, the IRS will look at it and say, okay, now that you're, you're a surgeon making half a million dollars, now your income's dropped precipitously, we're gonna only look at this year's income, not look back two years. So when you quit work, that's about the only way out. There are two ways that you don't get out of it. One is if you sell a house and have a big gain, that counts towards your modified adjusted gross income. If you do Roth conversions, or if you do have RMDs come out of your retirement accounts, those also count against you as far as MA, uh, modified adjusted gross income for IRMA. And, and this is this is a great conversation. You guys are listening to the 90s podcast uh, hosted by Kevin Thompson, 90s Capital Group. We are here with James McGlenn of Next Quarter Century. We are talking about IRMA. Some of the things that our clients who are inside of retirement, who are being impacted, and I have, I have a couple of clients that I'm working with right now, and we're, we're, we're trying to figure out ways 
to minimize overall income in regards to not jumping into that additional IRMA tier just to end up paying additional additional uh, surcharges if you don't have to, which again, uh, talk to me a little bit about uh, the, the differences. And I'm not sure if you may, may have this or not, but how much difference are we talking in regards to, to the brackets in regards to the overall cost? Are we talking about several thousands of dollars a year? Are we talking about just a couple of hundred dollars a year? What does that look like? It's, it's, it's thousands of dollars. It can be. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it may start at 50 bucks a month up to maybe around 400 bucks a month. Mm -hmm. Talking a, a few thousand dollars. But as, as we know, the Irma is per person. So whatever we're talking about, if it's a married couple, it's times two. And one other very important point to, to note is if a married couple has income of say 176,000 or 175,000 and they don't pay Irma and one of them dies and their income doesn't drop precipitously, then uh, the Irma tax surcharge gets hit on the remaining person because now they're taxed as a single person. So, well, yep. That, that, that's, a great, that's a great point right there because here's my question for you now is that, let's just say hypothetically, you're married during that year, right? Yes. And then the following year, one of you passes away. Um, this is, these are CPA questions, by the way. So make sure right. you your CPA and, and, and make those adjustments. But um, you're saying that if you're making over set, set $170,000, right. $175,000, and then um, now, if you're married, not, not paying arm if you're married, but now uh, let's just say one of them go, one of the members goes away and your income, this is say we take away social security, but the income right. goes away and now you're making $150,000 $150, a year of income because mm -hmm. uh, you have RMDs, you have uh, just your regular Social Security, maybe pensions and things like that coming in. Right. You're investing in income. Yeah, so now you're basically getting jump, getting pushed into this higher bracket all of a sudden and, and paying an additional cost in, in, in that regard. Well, uh, you know, you're, you're getting, before you had no IRMA surcharge, now you probably are in the second or third tier for armor surcharges because you're not married anymore. Widow or widowed is also known as single and you're you're bumped up there. Your your individual income tax bracket also rises at that point because you're not counting as married. Therefore it behooves people to maximize their Roth conversions when they're married and try to get it below the uh, the Irma threshold because once one of them dies, they're going to be glad they did. The, the survivor will be. Yeah. And this is the beauty about having other things in your balance sheet. Of course, we talk about life insurances and the things that get tax-free, Roth, uh, Roth conversions, Roth 401ks, things that are tax-free distributions. The reason we're saying that is because, James, I'm going to ask you this. I already know the answer, but I want to make sure you, 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 have, you have the answers for everybody as well. But so when you take money, you're saying that if I take money out of my Roth, Roth IRA, Roth 401k, inside of retirement, that doesn't count towards my IRMA uh, income. The MAGI, Modified Adjusted Gross Income, does not count Roth income, but it does include uh, municipal in bond income. Mm -hmm. So Roth ah. better, right? Well, a lot of people thought that municipal bonds were, were tax exempt, and all of a sudden it's, it's counting, it's counting right. as income, right? So it's, it's, it's funny how that works, right? Yep. It's funny how that works. Cash value life insurance for those people who want to take that out. That also doesn't count towards the MAGI. Well, I was going to add one point that uh, say, okay, yeah, you can do Roth conversions when you're younger, or you can still do them. Uh, but the one way to dodge 
say your Irma bracket, you're right close to the level. If you take your RMDs, you might want to take the advantage that year to, to do a huge qualified charitable distribution from your IRA. If you're over age seven and a half, have that money come out and not count towards your income. And so you can actually give to charity, have your Medicare Irma premium be less, and, uh, it, it, and you can it, it have a win-win situation there. I will never understand why they get put, put the half in there on those ages. That makes me, uh, I, I just don't get it. Because they want to have us something to remember. <laughs> That's true, right? Yeah, yeah, there's plenty to have for the QCD, but the uh, RMD is now starting at age 72. And apparently they're trying to move those up to 75, which again, that's on, leg that's on the uh, legislative uh, block there. So we'll see what that yeah, Rumor has it. Yeah, rumor has it. So well, James. Well, speaking of rumor has it, uh, another fine point to remember is uh, because you and I like to get into weeds on social security and cost of living, that we believe October 13th is when they make the official announcement of what the social security uh, cost of living increase could be. Could be between five, maybe 6%. I'm hearing, I'm hearing 6.1%. Well, yeah, I don't use decimal points. <laughs> but, uh, they could be around there. They, they, we're not sure where they, how they're going to come up with the number, but if the cost of living goes up that percent, then the IRMA bracket also goes up that same percent. Okay. Except for the highest bracket of 500000 So I was sending emails to some of my friends who are in their 70s who do pay IRMA, and are looking forward to their social security increase, say, so, hey, your IRMA bracket also will rise by probably five or 6% uh, next year as well, which would be a nice thing to have. <laughs> Absolutely nice to have. <clears throat> We're talking retirement income planning with James McGlynn of Next Quarter Century here on the 980s podcast. James, uh, what else do we need to uh, talk about from an IRMA perspective? You have all that knowledge. I don't want to jump in there and add anything. So what else do you have that, that, our clients and uh, people who are listening to the podcast need to know? Well, essentially, if, if, as I started doing my retirement, uh, you know, conversions, et cetera, from at age 55, and I'm currently 62, so I, I may have already done all the conversions I, I plan on doing because next year it's going to start counting against me on Irma. So between 55 and 65, it, it's not just wait till you turn 65 and look at your Medicare choices. Mm doing a lot of Roth conversions, doing health savings accounts before you turn even age 63. Uh, and it'll make, make your glide path a lot smoother going forward. And then, you know, yes, you can sign up for Medicare at uh, three months before you turn 65 and you won't be shocked by your IRMA extra uh, Medicare premiums. Absolutely, absolutely. James, anything else you would like to add about IRMA? I know it's one of those things where from a legislative perspective, they kind of shoved it in one of the, but how yeah. long, for, 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 let's talk about this. How long ago did, was this kind of like put into place? Like was, was this shoved into some kind of legislation? I think something George Bush did yeah. so, like, like 10 years ago. Yeah, exactly. And it, I think it only affects either five or 7% of the taxpayers, but as, as more and more uh, incomes go up, uh, it'll start affecting more people. Yeah, and our job here is like, we're not trying to say that you're going to fall into these brackets, but ultimately the people that we're working with, they, they like the, 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 the philosophy was, oh, you're going to make less money when you get to retirement. And well, maybe, but the idea is working with a financial advisor, we want you to make as much or more income inside of retirement. Now, one thing I will always say from a retirement income planning perspective is that 
which is round numbers. Let's just say $100,000 income. So there are some things that are true. For example, there's certain taxes you no longer have to pay in retirement. There's Social Security and, 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 and Medicare. You're not necessarily paying for that stuff, the FICA stuff inside of retirement anymore. And then also, you're not saving that 10 or 15% that you were saving inside of your retirement plans or, or, or your just your savings accounts as well. So there's about 30% there, 25 to 30% there that you're looking at that you're not necessarily living on today. So we have to understand that that $100,000 income, when you take off that 30%, you're probably living off of 70,000 of that. And I'm just kind of just using round numbers. Right. So please be aware that when you get to retirement, even though your gross income says $100,000, you've never really lived off $100,000. Now, there are some people that live off of more than $100,000. It's more than, <laughs> more than that. But ultimately, majority of the people don't necessarily spend all of their income because they're saving some, they're, they're, they're spending some. And by the way, there's also home housing costs, hopefully, that go away inside of retirement. That's another piece of savings that you're going to have out there because you're not going to have those, those monthly mortgage payments that you're going to be paying uh, every single month. So there's another piece of savings there. So there's a substantial amount of money that you're not necessarily living on at this present time that we have to be focused on. But what's also important is that you may be living on less, less income, even though you're really not. However, we can, our job is to get you at or near as close to what you're currently making and living a successful life and working with a financial advisor here at 980s Capital Group, talking to people like, like James McGlynn of Next Quarter Century. Our job is to get you guys there to where you're living a successful retirement. Well, I, I, I think those of your listeners who save prodigious amounts or 15 to 20%, as you said, if they're making 100,000, they're saving 20, 20% of that a year, then uh, they get so the positive benefits when they retire. It's like, okay, I, I wasn't spending 100,000, I was spending maybe 80,000. So they're gonna be much easier to to be able to replace that income as opposed to someone making a hundred thousand, spend it a hundred thousand. Uh, and so I, I can't cut my lifestyle back uh, and I can't keep up with the Joneses anymore. <laughs> the Joneses, so, yeah, the Joneses. It's, it's a dual benefit saving a lot early. And then when you retire, it says, oh, says, uh, yeah, I'm not making nearly as much as I used to, but then again, I wasn't, I don't spend that much, you know, for me playing pickleball is probably pennies a day uh, in my retirement. Exactly. So today we talked about Irma. We talked a little bit about Social Security and what it's what it may jump up to about 6.1%. So the last thing I heard, we also talked about Medicare, A, B, C, and D. We didn't get into Medigap as much, but we but we're here just to give you guys a little bit of education because you know you guys all know that we're here to do what? Educate, empower, and engage. And that's what we're here to do. We are here with James McGlynn of Next Quarter Century talking Irma. James, anything else you want to add? Uh Nope, I think that that covers it. Uh, yeah, some people they don't need to know anything about Irma. Other people they want to get get all over Irma and figure out what it's going to cost them going forward. Yeah, because remember, if it's a two two uh, family household, there there's a that's, that's double the cost. You are paying for the exact same services as people that aren't paying the additional Irma surcharge. So it's important to understand that, oh, just because you're paying more, you're not getting any different services. You're getting the same services, which again, we call it a tax. Ultimately, it's a surcharge. It was put in there by one of these administrations. I can't necessarily go back and, and, and I'll find well, it. Well, I'll say the, the, the surcharge, you know, technically it's when people pay their Medicare premiums, you're only paying 25% of the cost. The government's subsidizing you 75%. So Irma is just the government removing that subsidy for, for the taxpayers. 
going forward. So, yeah, and they, uh, yeah, they put they're putting it all back on the, putting it back on you again, right? Exactly. Yeah, James, thank you for the the, the knowledge. Thank you for 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 joining the '90s podcast today. We appreciate your time. As always, like I mentioned before, we're here to educate, empower, and engage. Go to my website www.90scapitalgroup.com to get any of our new blogs, our podcasts our informational uh, uh, segments. And also we are coming out with a coaching series here coming soon. We're gonna be doing a lot of coaching about life insurance, about investing, all these different aspects of the uh, financial planning puzzle. We're gonna provide that to you guys. So please, uh, we'll send that out to everybody. Go ahead and sign up. We have a, a bunch of classes coming. And they're going to be 45 minutes to an hour classes. So it's not going to be keeping you all day. It's just about getting you guys a little bit of education at a time. And if you guys have any questions about today's podcast or any of our coaching series coming up, please don't hesitate to go to the website or, or send us a, a message via email at nine innings at nine icapgroup.com. James, thank you guys for joining. Thank you for joining us again today. We appreciate your time. Thanks, Kevin.